serious quick, quick. Oh, it's loud today. Welcome to the Flock Podcast, the show where we talk about video games, movies, and other things we've been consuming throughout the week. I am Dewey. Over there is Coleman. What's up? And over right to my right is Bob. What's good? Mahalo. We got a lot of things going Wait, on. Wait, I don't like that. I don't want to say what's good. Can I? Start? Take it again. What? And Bob to hey. my right. Really? That's what you went with instead? Hey. That was pretty good. I think both. Were Wait, hold on, hold on. Can we try one more time? One more time. One yeah. Time. And to my right is hey. Bob. Hi. That was pretty good. That was worse. I think that was the best. Wait, do me again. And right in front of me is Coleman. Hey. That was good. And I'm <laughs> Dewey. Hey. What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I've got something special in my bag. Okay. And you will not guess. What it is? Xbox. <laughs> it's the new PlayStation Five. Oh my God! No, Wait, you literally won't guess what it is. Can you give me? It's an old magazine. Sack of potatoes. It's an old, old magazine. magazine. Playboy from 1984. Mad no magazine. No. Game. Wired. Power. Nope. Nintendo Power. Nope. Scrabble. Nope. Scrabble uh, magazine. I don't know. Um, Scrabble. Fuck. Um. Uh. IGN. Nope. It's not video game in nature, but video games are in it. Here he comes. Oh, hey, Here he fucking comes. Every Coffee time. delivery. You can. Here you go, Mr. Bob, sir. Thank you. Hey, we told you about talking, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. I talked too much last week. And put a shirt How long has this been sitting? I told you I, I made coffee. Wh- when? Yesterday? This morning. <laughs> Jesus. <Last night. sighs> that's his yeah, thing. He got you good. Be careful what you wish for. I'm brewing a fresh pot now. Well, can I have that one then? <laughs> Is it cold? It's ice cold. <laughs> Ew, dude. It's been sitting out since last night. Well, yeah. That's you didn't tell dude. me that. I brew my coffee the night before so that it's there when I go to work. Well, okay. you're also... Me. Thank you. You're stuffing bills in my waistband. I'm keeping it. All right. I paid him to get out of here. Gotta have That's going to buy us at least five minutes. In my bag, I have a pristine edition. January 1995 of Disney Adventures. <laughs> the magazine for kids. <laughs> That was not me. That's right. January 1995, Disney Adventures sporting Star Trek secrets. Huey, Dewey, and Louie on the front with Captain James T. Kirk. That's pretty cool. Now, it's not just the magazine. Where did you get this? Not important. Well, it's a little important. Are you hoarding these? Do you you have a subscription? Okay. Full disclosure. When I was a kid, my sister used to get it um, delivered, and she had a whole back catalog. So I'm very familiar with Disney Adventures. So this is, this is not, not one of those. not from the personal stash. This is not one of those. Uh, I was at our local thrift store, and by the front door, they have a bin of just free shit. Sometimes it's VHSs, sometimes it's old magazines and stuff. And I saw this right on top, and I said, "Oh, fuck yeah!" So I grabbed it, started looking through it, and there's some interesting things in here. Two of which I would like to talk about. So let's delve in, shall we? We're gonna go into the section called ultimate ins and hold outs. on hold on what what's the date on this issue january 1995 january of 1995 i was, I was two 
January, I would have been going, where was I? Dewey, how old were you in 95? I would January? have been fifth grade. Okay, Go- so this was, this is, you were this the This is target. after Christmas break, was two. fifth grade. You were the target demo. Yeah. I'm having this, just so you know. So here inside here, we have ultimate ins and outs. <laughs> Disney Adventures Coolest School tells you what's up in the new year with eighth graders Stacy Cummings and Renee Gar car holding the signs so uh, in and outs in disney adventures i have another issue from 94 but i brought this one because there's something special in it and in this one they talk about clothes slang music movies tvs books oh. things that are in what's some of the slang? And things that are, you are gonna out. go over this yeah i'm gonna go over it. yes yes so, clothes this is in jeans t-shirts flannels this is when grunge was hitting the country pretty hard so if this was 95 january yeah okay jeans t-shirt and flannels yeah out neon slash anything bright yeah slang what's up (laughs) (laughs) cool and funky are in gnarly and tubular are out fuck that's not true music funky rap uh, rap hold on hold on rock heavy metal are they gonna say artists Damn it. Out country and oldies. Which is funny because I have an earlier issue where country and western is in. But that that one they had a special school do the in and out list. So no, and so they were in like Nebraska Midwest, or yeah. Movies. Here's what's in. Forrest Gump, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and The Lion King. Here's what's out. Lassie, Return of Jafar. Those are two separate ones, not Lassie, <laughs> semicolon, return. Lassie, colon, return of Jafar. <laughs> Television, Home Improvement, Seinfeld, The Real World. Yeah. Out, Sister, Sister. Ooh. Sorry. Sister, Sister. Books. Books. Horror stories, mi- mysteries, anything about sports. That's what's in? That's what's in. A book Out, about sports. Science fiction and biographies. Imagine being like, <laughs> shit, I can't finish this book. <laughs> These are eighth graders they, they interviewed? They're the eighth graders holding the signs. It's hard to say where they came up with this. Uh, sports, basketball, football, and soccer are in. Volleyball and tennis are out. Yeah. Tennis okay. is this one's really funny. Food, pizza, fast food, Chinese food is in. Out. <laughs> Spaghetti. This was really funny. Out. Mexican food and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it, the, the thing about all of these are that at one point to be out, you have had had to been in. Yeah, I, think. I know. So thinking about like, yo, oldies. We all used to listen to oldies like a few months ago. Now it's not cool. Like what? Like Return of Jafar that probably came out the year before. Yeah. And then. Um, so what's funny I should just order back issues of these and we should go over the cool in and out honestly every issue. yes I'll bring the other one I have um, and finally pets which is funny because it's like you have to get rid of your pet if it's out <laughs> shit in dogs cats bunny rabbits out fish and hamsters <laughs> dog and cat has been holding strong for um, years too. the last forever I'm sorry gloopy <laughs> flush <laughs> that's the name of my fish can we get a flush sound effect <laughs> There's a whole little thing where they talk about a normal school day, but I'm not going to read that. Um, Thank God. I do have another section I'd like to go over if you guys would, uh, would if like, would you indulge a little bit. Sure. Why not? I think you're going to appreciate the relevance. Is 
Sorry, I don't remember exactly where it is. I just know it's in here somewhere. So this is a January issue, which means this is the part of the year where they usually do best of the previous year. And that's the section I'm getting to. It's just taking me a while to fucking get there because I'm going through the comics right now. Did I miss it? Okay. <laughs> Hot video game picks. For the past year, Disney Adventures, they call they refer to themselves as DA, aka District Attorney, <laughs> aka Disney Adventures, has played hours and hours of video games. Yeah, parentheses. Yeah, it's a rough job, but somebody's gotta do it. Now we're finally ready to present Disney Adventures' favorite video game awards. And the winners are For nineteen ninety five, January. January, which would so I guess it would be the year of ninety four. Right. Best graphics, Echo, The Tides of Time. True. Yeah. Genesis and Sega CD. Do you want me to read the description? Uh, I already know. The adventures of Echo the Dolphin continue with more than 30 new stages of action, challenges, and puzzles. This it not was... only looks great, but is also fun to play and even makes you think. It even Younger gamers you should think. check out Echo Jr., also for Genesis. Uh, this is the one that they re-released on the Sega Genesis that has CD quality music and um, looks better. More Coming up next, best movie video game, The Lion King. I knew it, dude. Super I... NES and Genesis. The same Disney animators who worked on the movie created the graphics for the video game. You can control Simba as he faces and conquers dangers and gro- grown- grows up. And grown-ups. <laughs> and grown-ups. <laughs> Be prepared for the ultimate battle between Simba and Scar. It's to die for. Best action-adventure game. You want to take a guess? Yeah... Super Mario 3. What's that? Are they going to call that an action-adventure game? Bob, what's your guess? Hold on. Action-adventure for NES, I mean Super NES or Sega. It's got to be... Did we get a drum sound? Uh, Strider. <laughs> Earthworm Jim Bob. for Super NES and Genesis. An Earthworm named Jim, armed with several powerful weapons, comes to life on the game screen. It's an original and exciting and funny game. Best video game sequel. Sonic 2. Sonic. No, wait. What year is this? 95? It would have been the year of 94. So anything in 94. No, I don't think. Sonic and Knuckles for Genesis. I was about to say, I was like, I was like this before. I'm not going to read that one because it's really long. Uh, you want to read it? It's good. I'll read it for you. Sonic and Knuckles star our pal Sonic and Knuckles stars our pal Sonic along with Knuckles, a new character introduced in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. This latest Sonic adventure features Sega's lock-on technology. Besides being a totally cool standalone game, you can connect your Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, or 3 cart to this game and control Knuckles in those previously released adventures. And Dewey is holding Whoa. one. It looks like this. <laughs> I've never seen this. You haven't? No. Put the We're all out. learning something today. That's cool. Most original martial arts fighting game, which <laughs> is a very niche specific category. All right, that's got to be Mortal Kombat 2. I'll give you a hint. It's also Dewey's favorite energy drink. Bang. Nope. Close. <laughs> High b- balls. 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 The game is called Balls with Wait, a Z. It's a fighter? That's what it says. That's Genesis and Super NES. Forget blood and gore. With witty, funny oh, balls, you're controlling 3D characters made up of colorful, it's the most Christian fighting game Each you can character play. has more than a dozen unique fighting moves. <clears throat> Best sports simulation game. It's a tie. I should let you know. 
Can they do that? It's Disney Adventures, dude. They can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> the mouse gets its way. Virtua Racing on Genesis and yeah. NHL Hockey for Super NES and Genesis. Mm. It's now, a tie. Most puzzling game, which they really should have called best puzzle game. Yeah. Because puzzling game makes it sound like it's a really confusing game. You just have to listen to the episode, dude. Keep it. Hey, thanks, Mac. So what happens if you linger? Tetris 2 for NES and Game Boy. And uh, the last one is best all-around game. Uh, Sonic 2. I will give you a hint. It is a Nintendo IP. Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy. Dooster? Sorry. Doopy? Uh, I was trying to look up something. I wasn't listening. Was it this? Yes. <laughs> Did you hear what the best puzzle game was? Columns. Tetris 2. Tetris 2. Columns is good, though. <laughs> best all-around game. It's a Nintendo IP for the Super NES. Donkey Kong Country? It is Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> I'm fucking good at games. Sure, Donkey Kong appeared in a video game more than 10 years ago, but his new and improved and better than ever game or is new and improved and better than ever. This game has it all. Three-dimensional characters, incredible scenes, all new incredible horizontal scenes. scrolling, more than 60 action-packed stages. This 32 mega cart this make make this 32 mega cart the winner. 32 meg cart, sorry. And there's one last little tidbit I'd like to read here. It's called What's Hot for 1995. Well, Sega's new 32-bit games for the Genesis 32X offer totally awesome graphics and sound. Plus, watch for the Sega channel, an interactive cable TV channel that'll be available nationwide shortly. <laughs> shortly. Later this year, Nintendo will release the Ultra 64. An all-new and totally cool 64-bit gaming system. The Ultra 64. Games for the Ultra 64 will be just like the arcade. Keep reading at Disney Adventures for updates on the best games as they're released. I guess the Ultra 64 was the Nintendo 64. Yeah. So I thought I'd take... I hope you guys enjoyed that little stroll down memory lane. That was pretty cool. Uh, I've got another issue I can bring in and read the ins and outs for next week. Please. Um, yeah. Did you like that? I did like that. Hold on. Hold on. I know we went over this, but when did the the Ultra 64, the Nintendo 64, when did that make its street date debut in the U.S.? 96? I'll, I'll double check. Can we get a number crunch, Dewey? Because if that's the case, then I... I'm, I'm just having... Um, my personal timeline is thrown Skewed. off because I thought I was definitely playing... And 64 when I was in fifth grade. was around grade. for a while, though. That's but I thought crazy. I was playing it when I was in fifth grade. And if Nin this... 96. So it was the year after. So, so I was in fourth grade at this point. You're a fucking liar, dude. I was in fourth grade in 95. I guess so. Well, you started... It would have been 94, 95. For fourth grade. Yeah. And then 95, 96. September 96. Uh, or 1996, I should say. In North America. Damn. Wow, you would have been in... I was in fifth grade. Because I moved right after that, so I, and that was middle school. So no, yeah, no, no, no. You would have been in sixth grade because it came out in September '96. September '96. I was in fifth grade. You were in fourth grade, '94, '95, right? Yes. September '95. You were in fifth grade. Was I in third grade? Um, well, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I okay. do. I'm trying to <laughs> do my my timeline in my head. <laughs> See, I have it easy because I have 9/11 as a Mercator, but uh. <laughs> I was in fourth grade in 9 11. So I can true. count forward, I can count backward. Honestly, Sam, I was in third grade in that. No, I was in fourth grade. No, 
I'm a year behind you. So you would have been in third grade. Yeah. So 96, I was 10 years old. That's 9-11 kids. How old are you? What? 10 years old is fifth grade? I don't know the ages, to be honest. I was 10 years old. I was... So in (laughs) 9-11, 01, I was nine. And you were in fourth grade? 2002, yeah. But I was younger because... Well, I was My younger. birthday was in June. Okay. I would have been 10 that so year. So 10 is fifth grade. Well, it depends. You usually turn... I would have turned 10 in fourth grade if my, if my birthday was if you weren't held in back. the year. Like if it wasn't in June after school ended. Okay. So 10 would have been fourth grade. I, it, it varies, I'm sure. Okay, let's talk about the cool stuff. Yeah. Mainly, or namely... Shift, we don't call- I didn't mean to do that, sorry. <laughs> or namely, I saw Ad Astra in IMAX. Okay. I've heard okay. bad things about this movie. Okay. Why? I don't know. I just the one person I saw talk about it was like this movie sucked. So I saw it it's in Bradley Pitt. Bradley Pitt. I saw it at the Regal Short Punt fourteen IMAX, which is a very large screen, two projectors, mm-hmm. one pixel mm-hmm. offset to cover the whole screen. Uh this is also referred to as Limax. Um, as some people say, because you're not really watching a 70 millimeter print, you're watching a digital equivalent, which is apparently not as good. Side note, I am going to go see Joker in 70 millimeter in Silver Spring if you boys want to roll. Have you been seeing <laughs> all of the. You can edit this out if you want to, but have you been seeing all this one, shit? One ticket for Joker memes? No, the people that are threatening to shoot up the theaters. Yeah. No. But there's, <laughs> there's been a lot of it. Well, yeah. then I will bring my gun. I have a concealed carry. I'm not worried. I'm going to see it in IMAX. I thought the same thing, but I also thought I'd rather not chance it. Why are people going to shoot up the Joker Theater? Because it's a movie. movie. It's a movie. Yeah. It's it's the gamers rise up the movie. So gamers are going to rise up. I don't up. care how I have to see this movie. I want to see it in IMAX because it looks beautiful. I want to see it too. Just wait a couple days. Oh, yeah, I'm not seeing it day of. Opening okay, day, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to see Then, yes, it. I want to go with you. Okay. I will bring my gun. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I will also bring like, my gun. Legally, I will bring my weapon yeah. for protection. And then I'll bring... Yeah, I'll bring my weapon. And then I'll Dewey's bring my gun. Dewey's gesturing to his <laughs> cock. Um, so, anyway, at Astra, I loved it. Okay. First and foremost, I loved it. Seeing an IMAX was, was really awesome. It was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, seeing an IMAX was great because it was... It, the theater is... Have you been to the IMAX 14 in Regal? In Short Pump? I don't think so, no. It's fucking huge. Okay. It's, like, it's big. I've big never boy. seen a movie in IMAX other than the fucking one at the Science Museum. That's a dome. That's that's technically still IMAX, but it's not as cool as seeing... A Reg- Basically, IMAX is just... the The screen is wider and taller. And it's usually a real IMAX is shot on 70 millimeter film horizontally. So it's okay. Yeah. So they use the whole frame. Like, no, I get it. You're saying, is it worth it? Okay. So first and foremost, it cost me $17 and 75 cents. Too much. Not worth it. It was absolutely worth it because it's so expensive that no one is in the theater. Okay. Uh, you pick your seat ahead of time, so if you get there and you're and you see it's like swamped, you can just bail. Since it's so big, though, you have to sit dead center, or else you're craning your neck. No, no, it, it it's. 
imagine if you will you go in the theater right and basically the whole visible wall is screen yeah there's basically no negative space on the wall that isn't screen there's maybe like two feet on the sides and top and bottom but the rest of it is all screen i've been to the one at the air and space museum the stephen r uh hagar or sammy sammy hagar sure (laughs) i can't drive 65 theater sure uh um it, it looks really good and as i mentioned this is a two projector digital setup both projectors are running simultaneously the same image but offset by one pixel to cover the whole width traditionally they have new ones that are one one projector set off and they use lasers i'm not exactly sure how that works and they haven't they're rolling them out slowly but be willing to bet that the uh the regal 14 will be getting one anytime soon yeah anyway about the movie first and foremost this is a road film this is not a typical kind of interstellar knockoff martian knockoff i mean there seems to be a lot of space movies coming out Mm -hmm. especially lucy in the sky is out right now and i want to see it but i've also heard weird things about it but i might see it anyway um this is a road movie with the backdrop of backdrop of space uh it's not a movie about being it's like not the whole point of the movie is like always in space Mm -hmm. like that's not the whole point um really and i I mentioned this in my letterbox review that the movie is ultimately about um personal identity human connection and loss which i think are three really strong topics that the the movie does a really good job of tackling kind of in an interweaving way um as you see brad pitt kind of uh, i don't want to give too much away but kind of struggle with this image of his father he's painted in his head and uh kind of who he identifies in the shadow of his father more or less um it, the movie looks great effects look great um it has a lot of really awesome camera work that i was um stoked to see in imax a lot of blade runner-esque shots that i would would say were very similar i didn't see who the cinematographer was but i'm gonna look after we finish here but um all in all i I really enjoyed it the soundtrack was very good and that's something that i almost never notice in a movie i almost never notice a good soundtrack original score yes i think it's an original score yes and that's something i almost never notice which maybe shows how good it is because it actually stuck out to me a lot of the uh shots and it's just a very beautiful movie too um again it's mostly cgi but they still did it a, a good job Five out of five. Damn. I would probably see it again if it was, but I'd only want to see it in IMAX again. That's That's true. And that's $18. Let me look real quick to see some of the stats. That's so much money. Yeah, but no one's in there, dude. It's double. But also, it's actually not double. It's only like $0 and not watch it. Yeah, but I mean, you can. (laughs) A normal normal price for a ticket is like $12. Yeah. So it's not even double. It's just a couple more bucks. I I like. There's certain movies that do that do so much better in IMAX. The first time I saw Interstellar was in IMAX at the theater at the Air and Space Museum or wherever, and that was intense. Like immediately in your face. It immediately the theater was shaking at the like beginning parts where like the wind's blowing. The the speakers were so loud. Mm -hmm. It was very loud, but it was like sick. 
loud baby um let me see who did this movie i also um watched something else but we can talk about that later okay it's uh, not the same movie i watched nope we're watching something we're talking about something <laughs> else yeah um okay jesus christ i'm looking at the producers for this at astra Brett, <laughs> there are 14 producers yeah, every, for this movie. Fucking everyone hopped on this track. Sounds like my my rap song. Um, okay, so here's here's inter- here's an interesting thing. I noted at the beauty of the cinematography, and the cinematographer was Hoyt Van Hoytima. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. He was also the cinematographer for movies such as Dunkirk, Her, mm-hmm. and Interstellar. Okay. All okay. really fucking good-looking movies. Okay. And the director, James Gray, hasn't really directed much of anything other than We Own the Night, Joaquin Phoenix, and The Lost City of Z. And we all know Brad Pitt. Brad, uh, Bradley. Go see it. Maybe see it in IMAX if you're feeling, if you're feeling spicy. Uh, if you can see it in 70 millimeter, like an actual struck print of it, definitely see that. Um, I know they're out there. Uh, I'm, uh, and I want to go see Joker in 70 mil print in Silver Spring, Maryland. Do you want to know how I got these scars? Also, a new movie that's coming up that I've seen the trailer for. Do you want to see my pencil? A few times now because it's just everywhere is that movie Ford versus Ferrari. Christian Bale. That's everywhere? I don't even know what this is. I've been is. listening to a podcast that is a spinoff of a my YouTube channel that I like, and it's about this Ford versus Ferrari. The movie looks really fucking good. Um, the story is crazy. Even if you like aren't a car guy or a car person, I think you can appreciate the story. Um, I didn't know there was a movie coming out that's... Yeah, it's coming out, I believe, sometime in November, and it's got Christian Bale and... Joaquin Phoenix. It's not Joaquin Phoenix, is it? <laughs> I want to say Leonardo DiCaprio, but I know that's not Joe right. Joaquin Pahonix? Give me a second. I'll look at I'll tell you. Oh, I'll tell you. Um, oh, it's it's Matt Damon. Matt uh, Damon and, uh, and uh, Christian Bale. So... Also, I've been playing some FIFA. Um, Which one? FIFA 5? Well, FIFA 18. (laughs) I thought about getting FIFA 20, but I didn't because it is like the second worst rated game on Metacritic of all time right now. That's insane. Because it's, is it an EA? Well, yeah, they all are. I know, but But they did something really shitty this time, like Mm -hmm. even more so. I don't know the specifics, but I know it has a 1.9 on Metacritic. I haven't kept up with it. When did it come out? A few weeks ago. Okay, then. You know, the sports games come out in August. Yeah. Uh, Bob, what do you got for us? You watched something. I watched The Fanatic. Okay. This is a movie per my recommendation, which I thought we were going to watch together. Yeah, as did I. But well, You took it upon yourself to I took to it upon myself to again. rent it from iTunes at 3 in the morning. How much was it to rent? $6. Oh. For HD. I could, think I could have done SD for... Four, I think. This is the spicy pick directed by and written by <laughs> and produced by and created by none other than Fred Durst of <laughs> Limp Bizkit starring Frame. John Travolta. 
and starring Devin Sawa. Yeah, I don't care. And well, he's like a main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Casper. He was in Little Giants. True. Uh, I don't know what those are. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Tell us about it. I thought you were a '90s kid. It. um, I don't know where to start. It's. So John Travolta plays a mentally handicapped person. Oh, Closer to the mic, Bob. Yeah. Well, let me stop you right there. I'm not, if I may. Okay. How and what degree is he um, mentally handicapped? Like on a scale of one to ten? Like what's his diagnosis in this movie if they give you one? High functioning autism. Thank you. Keep going. I would guess. Okay, armchair physician. I mean, it, it's it's so all over the place because he's got you think like you know autistic people. You think I, you're better than me? I've deduced from. No, I'm saying like some of his characteristics are like uh, like an autistic person. Some of it is like that's the point of the movie almost though. It is that he has some sort of mental mental uh, handicap handicap. He he's not he's differently able. He's not functioning on the same plane as fair enough as we Please would be. Please continue. His acting choices are very bizarre. John Travolta's or yes. Fred Durst. Fred Durst isn't in the movie. I know, but he probably helped with casting, right? I would assume so because I think also John Travolta is one of the producers, which surprised me because I it seemed like he should be embarrassed about this. Um. Okay. Like, I, I don't know why he would tag himself on as a producer other than for some sort of uh, credit or or did you get higher uh, uh, residuals if you're a producer? You mean like painting? Yeah. Uh, there is some, I mean, that's like some SAG stuff about contracts and stuff. I, I don't know. It's very bizarre that he is A, playing this role and B, is in this movie at all to begin with. So what did you think of it? <laughs> it was just, it has all the makings to be a wonderful movie. Well here's the thing. Oh here we go. It gets bigot coming so, through. No, stop. It It's a bad movie. Okay. Like don't get it twisted. I was about to get it twisted until you said something. But it's not it's not the kind of bad movie that every YouTube clickbait video is like worst movie of all time it's not i wouldn't say it's that bad because mm-hmm. it was entertaining like i was entertained the whole time i watched the entire movie <laughs> if it was that bad i would have it's like a like a I like, just you close, like i can't believe this is like still doing is this thing it was mostly like a little bit awestruck that it was like john is just really going for it okay and devin saw is like holding it down what was the most shocking thing about the movie, other than the fact that it exists? Um, John Travolta's opening line, the first spoken word. No, there's a narration. There's like a, a noir-esque narration, which... By who? By a B character, like not... Like no one you know. It's someone, a small, a side character Okay. from the movie. I don't know why they are the narrator. Uh-huh. But it's like this like poetic, deep narration what's the first spoken words from john travolta first spoken words from john travolta is uh something i'm paraphrasing but it's something along the lines of can't talk much gotta poo wonderful and that's the first is there a trailer for this yeah there is i just watched all of it can you play just the audio of it i'm gonna say this is problematic can you just play the the audio of the whole trailer yeah i didn't know what this movie was about until i I started watching the trailer 
This is not good. I no. told you guys about this movie because I heard about it from someone I work with. There's also a part in the in the movie where Devin Sawa is driving around with his kid, and he's like, I'm gonna look "Hey, son, you put on some music. How about some Limp Biscuit? You like Limp Biscuit?" Oh and then he starts playing Limp Biscuit. He's like, "Yeah, this is the good shit. Like this is what we listened to back in my day." And it, the scene goes on for like way longer than it needs to, and it's so fucking okay. weird. It's got a one point seven. I just need to say something, and then I'll get off my soapbox. The way that mental health and like this goes beyond mental health because this is obviously someone who is like <laughs> who's apparently on the spectrum in some way is being depicted in how people with mental health are depicting in in horror movies is like terrible because it's just like oh he was crazy and so it just like has a bad depiction of like mental health like oh only like murder like i don't know it that's that's its own thing but the fact i didn't know this was like a slasher flick with a Um, mentally handicapped person like that that's how it's advertised yeah i don't think it's it's not actually that Okay, we'll just play this. But it's it's played like it's a slasher horror movie. Yeah, but it's not really a horror movie because there's not really. You, I saw it was the fanatic, and I see John Travolta in a thumbnail with a knife, and then I see him, like, which is wa- so weird. Wearing that doesn't a, like, happen in the movie. Backpack. He obviously is. You know, you weren't expecting this. No, I didn't know what to expect, but not that. Just that they're portraying. Let's just play it. Okay. Fucking Jesus! It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dunbar. I gotta come watch it. Is Hunter Dunbar here tonight? That's enough. And I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do like, this to me. I'm a fan. I'm John Travolta's costume, I don't know if it was his choice or something like that, but it's like a Hawaiian shirt, like mullet wig. It's Why was that the choice? You can't just come to my private residence looking for me. Listen, pal, I don't know how you found me, but I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again. What do you see? I just wanted an autograph. Wait, wait, wait. How do you mind? The fan in the eye. (laughs) They could have, they could have. I feel like I don't even need to watch it now. They gave everything away. Well, no, that they didn't because the trailer plays like a horror movie, which it isn't. Yeah. Okay. Is it just like a, are all the scenes just like really awkward and like have no music it's, or sound or anything? No, there's music and sound. It's just oh, there's music. <laughs> Mostly music. Biscuit. Ever it, heard of that song? Everything Classic song breaks. Stuff? Everything in the movie is so on the nose. It love it. It feels like a high school project. So I noticed you gave it a one-star rating on Letterboxd. You know you can give just a half star. No, I gave it one. That was a conscious decision. What about you don't think it deserved half a star? Less? Yeah, than one star. No, because I was entertained. Okay. I'm just curious because I recently gave a movie a one-star review as well. There's no, there's no real plot to the movie. Yeah. Like it's just... It, you, you know, it's just interactions between these characters. There's no like s- s- real story arc. Mm-hmm. It's just like things are happening a series of things that happen and then it ends you know 
I'm hearing everything you're saying right now. There's no it, character development. It's echoing a lot of things that I felt about a movie that I watched recently called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Oh, shit. Are we just jumping into that? If you're finished. Yeah, there's nothing really. I, mean, I, wanna, I just want to say that. It's a really good segue. That That's movie all. looks really bad because it makes people on the spectrum or have autism look like they're like if you don't murderers if you don't appease, if you don't good. appease this autistic person they will fucking kill you it's just it's that, i mean it's, it's not good i feel like that's also just such a thing that m- movies and tv shows use now yeah like with like the predator and like i don't even see the predator but like i think about like split and shit like that it's yes. like every other horror movie is just like i just want to know how much they paid mr travolta for this I don't know. Apparently, oh by the it's way, op- opening opening it weekend bombs. it made three thousand yeah. dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, that is insane. We did yes. the numbers on the number of screens it showed opened in and the money. It was like six people per theater. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, I think on the there, there's a red letter media uh, video about it, and they go into more they detail about beat it. Us to the punch. And I think they were saying it was like sixty dollars per theater or something like that that it made. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty good. Let's talk about this movie. Yard ticket to Hawaii. Hard ticket to Hawaii. So I didn't... Let's first and say shout out to Kurt. Shout out shout to, out to Kurt. Kurt. First turkey on the Patreon. Shout outs. Big shout outs. He's been asking us to review this movie, talk about this movie for like a ever. year. Ever since we started the podcast. And finally, the stars have a line and we're going to talk about hard ticket to Hawaii. Truly much anticipated, not just by Kurt either, uh, by everybody. That's what they I won't heard. stop blowing it. So, uh, hey, when you're gonna talk about Hard to Go Why? Hey, Hard to Go Why? I'll send you my copy. I've had hey, to change uh, my phone number five times. Exactly. Uh, well, the, your prayers are answered. I finally was the last one to cross the finish line, and I watched it last night on Blu-ray. I have a question. Yes. How good does the Blu-ray look? Because I've only seen it streaming. Um. Looks okay. There's a lot of it, they used. They must have used a very cheap film stock because yes. it was very noisy in places. Uh-huh. For sure. Also, so many shots just blurry, out of focus. Yeah. There, are, I, 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 I think that's note, kind of Andy Sidaris. I have style, a though. notebook, a page of notes on this movie, mm-hmm. which I forgot, and I will try and remember most of it. But yes. uh, how do you want to start? I know the fact that the the voice dubbing right in the beginning which is completely off yeah yeah it's good really sets the tone yeah uh breasts immediately yes there are also sets the tone best immediately and throughout the film (laughs) um i i guess it's this felt like a trauma movie but not as fun yeah or it felt like a trauma movie but not as like racy yeah, like still kind, kind of, of racy, like, but like kind not. of just like nauseating. Yeah, I mean, how much, how familiar are you guys with Andy Sidaris? Not, not at all. So he's the director of the movie, and his whole deal is like violent B movies with nudity. Okay, so yeah, like he like exclusively e- exclusively casts like Playboy playmates, and yeah, okay, so w- about that. <laughs> One, let me unpack this a little bit. You're saying that's his thing. Yes, that's what he's known for. Yeah, he's known for it. It almost makes it sound like it's a conscious decision to make the movie he makes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Taking that further, is he doing it as like a 
I think this is a good movie that I'm making, or he's like taking the piss and or like, like purposely making a bad movie. I think he's along the lines of uh, like Lloyd Kaufman with Troma, where he's a conscious decision to make a movie that he thinks is fun, mm-hmm. not necessarily like he's not groundbreaking any cinematography with these movies. Right. Yeah, right. I can. That's he's definitely. casting playmates and the, the, having explosions. The scenes, they definitely went out with the, the following the plane flying. And you could see the helicopter blades in the shots, but that's okay. Um, I, I just... Let's go get those turkeys. That... <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, there are so many bad things about this, about this movie. I just don't know which to tackle first. Favorite kill. <laughs> My favorite kill is the... I got one. skateboarder on the road dude, yeah. with the rocket, rocket launcher. Mine was the blade frisbee. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. It's so it's between those two, and I can never pick one. Can we What's can, can we kind of can we kind of start from the top and just kind of like yeah. give a loose a loose okay. synopsis? Talk about the movie, yeah. So, I will say, um, the beginning shot on the boat uh, is just disgustingly like bad. Yeah, it made me ill. Yeah, but the uh, the credit intro with all the names on the boxes and shit, I was into it, man. Yeah, it was I was sick. like, this is tight. This is really ingenious. Yeah, um, which was also the backdrop for the opening, mm-hmm. that cargo place they work at, which is really weird. It's just people moving boxes around. <laughs> <laughs> people that being extras in, in movies. That was a thing in eighties movies where there was always like people doing Activity. vague warehouse activities. Yeah. Um, the snake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which i almost forget is like the main thing in the film <laughs> the snake that's like diseased yes but it's also dying yeah it's it's dying of a disease but also yeah so there are no snakes on hawaii because there have never been and there aren't they can't they swim aren't. um which begs the question the one that they had was going to the wildlife park. Okay, that's fair. They completely glazed over the fact that the other one, where the other one came from, yeah. and h- how it got diseased. You know, you're in a warehouse. It's disease. Snakes get messed up, you know. The, <laughs> Dude, I forgot. It's the, disease. The fucking warehouse director guy. Yeah. <laughs> this giant glasses who like, kisses that girl in the mouth and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> we need we, let's get an overview of the movie real quick we keep we, well like what happens yeah yeah i don't want to okay so they're i saw it the most recently though yeah so i know yeah you're gonna have to it's been a little all more. right so the movie starts there's these two women who you think first work for the dea but then you realize they might not but then you think they do <laughs> That was the most confusing part. Yeah. I thought they were DEA agents because they had all that the fucking tool belt mm-hmm. of shit. And it's just like keychains. Um, they <laughs> these two pilots, women pilots, um, who um, are <laughs> they're dressed the way. I don't way, know how to describe this movie without taking it scene by scene. They're dressed in a way that. Um, it's like the, a, it's like the a, one guy from Reno nine one one is yeah, dressed, yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle. Yeah, like short shorts, cowboy boots. Uh, and they're like they're like, like they're going police to Halloween attire from as the like sexy up. Steve Irwin. All right, yeah. I'll I'll give a quick overview of the movie. So in a few, I'll fill sentences. in where I can. 
this diseased snake gets lost in the island and starts kind of wreaking you havoc. No. <laughs> At the same time that there's a diseased snake on this island, these two girls find these very small bags of diamonds. Wait a second. Do you remember when the helicopter lands yeah. and the little door opens up? Yes. That was my favorite part. Also, this helicopter that Coleman's talking about is actually a small drone. So, uh, obviously, there's some sort of, like, drug lord who is transporting these diamonds, but these girls get to the drone that is dropping off the diamonds first, takes them, and then beats up the guys looking for them. And then you the, forgot to talk about the little door opening. And okay, like, yeah, but I think they know that part. And so throughout the movie, it's this kingpin kind of guy sending people after and him going after these girls who have these diamonds. But they also meet up with these other guys. Who are like going after drug people, they're like DEA agents. Yeah. Or something. There's some kind of. I thought the two girls were DEA agents to begin with. Yeah. But they aren't. Or maybe they are. I still don't know. More progressive than the movie. Um, so there's basically two things going on at once. Yeah. The, the guy's trying to get the diamonds back, and the girls are trying to get the snake, which they <laughs> delivered on the island by mistake. Yes. And it broke free when these people broke into their apartment to try and get the diamonds back. So the stories are kind of interconnected. <laughs> Ew. The stories are kind of interconnected. Uh, in between all of this, there are... Hijinks. Hijinks. There's multiple fighting, shooting. Uh, People getting blown up with rocket launchers on Sex scenes, basically. Yeah, just Lots of very soft sex nudity. Scenes. Yeah. Lots of uh, large-breasted <laughs> women. Uh, lots of um, really awful banter. Yeah. Scripts, the script is garbage. When they go to that, every scene in the restaurant is unwatchable Dude, yeah. when they're like the main guy he's like hey toots and you're like who is this new york guy at a restaurant in hawaii the dude posing as a woman who like is dude so i i did not see that coming i know <laughs> takes off the wig is just like balding it's like dude you don't have to wear like ass underwear yeah. when you're dressing up as a woman undercover you can just wear like normal stuff but okay I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's fucking sick. It's, it's wild. perfect. It's wild. It's such... If you're into trauma movies or like bad B movies, you need to watch this. It's like... I, 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 think ha- I, got, I, I hated it. I think I got the Blu-ray for like less than $10 on Amazon. It might still be streaming on Tubi. True. I absolutely hated this movie. I gave it one star. What? I thought one it was bad, star. but I don't think it was bad enough to be good. Let's talk about some highlights. Uh, we were talking about earlier helicopter door the, opening. The skateboard assassin who yes. who is attacking them while they're driving. He's doing handstands on the road, skateboarding by. They end up blowing him up with a um, four tubed rocket launcher. Yeah, Austin or Arnold Schwarzenegger style. Yeah, Austin Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Austin Schwarzenegger. Also, that rocket His launcher brother. comes into play later on, which is really awesome. Um, uh, there is a famous kill scene where they have a frisbee with blades in it, and yeah. the guy th- Throwers. does like a does the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. He's throwing back. There's like a dude with like an M16. Dude, he's like the, not an M16. He's got like an MP5 he's an Uzi. Uzi. Okay, even better. He's got a micro Uzi, and he's like supposed to be guarding this area, but he also likes throwing frisbee. So the dude comes up and poses as some guy who just wants to play frisbee with him, and at one point he throws back the frisbee to our main character the main character switches it out for a frisbee with razor blades on it <laughs> throws the one with razor blades 
And then uh, it the kills guy, him. Yeah, the guy goes up and it chops off his fingers and then goes straight into his fucking neck. <laughs> and, and while you hear like the really awful Wilhelm scream, <laughs> also the guy dressed as the security guard, they nailed the generic '80s drug guard. Oh, dude, yeah. There's so perfectly. much of it. Yeah, like uh, picture this, folks. Um, tall white guy, blonde hair. Chiseled jaw, basically Dewey. Chiseled jaw, aviators, white pleated pants, white shoes, baby blue shirt open like almost all the way, like unbuttoned. Just throw, just throwing. And then just like holding a mini Uzi. Yeah. Like that's every character, every guard in every 80s movie. Also, since he had the aviators, I don't know if you noticed this, but every shot where they really up close on his face, he was like this. <laughs> so you couldn't see the camera and the lenses so they're just like looking up his nose and it looks really weird um yeah i wish we could do this more justice but i mean i honestly you should just like it's definitely worth a watch i don't know if it is man if you if you like b-rate movies it is yeah if you like awful movies which maybe i just wasn't in the right mood to watch it but i knew i had to watch it for the, the podcast so i was being extra like critical yeah i i had also unbeknownst to me apparently seen some of it before oh or yeah i watched a trailer or something because when the beach scene came on with yeah. the frisbee i knew exactly i think what was a, i think a lot of people know about that scene okay that's like the okay. best part of the movie well too. i gave it one star would you what would you give it two i give it three Okay, there we have it, it folks. Like good movie. Averages out to one, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, hard ticket to Hawaii featuring no one you've ever heard of. Was there any good uh, Blu-ray special features? I didn't. I as soon as I, I didn't even wait to the credits, I popped it. Uh, like, yeah, as soon as uh, it was com- fading commentary, behind the scene features. It's just the sound of a Trailers. goat the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just good. Man, this makes me want to do some pull-ups. Just looking at the cover. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'm gonna go do some curls after this. Um. So, Dewey. Hey. How was your week? It was pretty good. I played a lot of games. Oh, here it comes. Um. Do I want to have a? Do we? Do I need to talk about Xeno Gears? No. I want a story update, but I can also wait. Well, I'll give what Wait till I, you have a, something juicy. I do have a story update, sort of. Okay, I'm just going to give a story update because it's kind of short. Like I said before, Ellie... So you're <laughs> playing as main character Faye. You ran into Ellie. Ellie is from what seems to be... The Last of Us. An elite group of like people who are from space that are calling everyone on Earth or wherever this planet is sheep and there are the quote-unquote shepherds there's it's they're kind of like very heavy-handed on the christianity christianity Dogma and uh, freud shit Hell but yeah. they go into uh, uh i talked about how they met up and they're uh decide they decided like we got to get out of this place together because they're lost in the forest so they're on their way out and at one point um a T-Rex basically attacks. And it's kind of weird because I don't know what else to call it other than a T-Rex. I forget the actual name of the monster. But it's basically a boss battle. Attacks Ellie and she's knocked unconscious and then you have to fight. 
her or you have to fight, fight the, her you have to fight her <laughs> sorry have, ellie fight this giant t-rex and then satan comes in the dude i was talking about before the doctor the comes meat substitute yes comes in saves the day sort of kind of drops off a gear because before you find this t-rex you can't do shit to it because it's like a t-rex and you're just a person so he drops off the gear and you're hesitant to get in because you the last time you used a gear you just destroyed an entire village and killed a bunch of people but <laughs> Reluctantly, Faye gets in, attacks, wins over uh, the T-Rex, and then that night, Ellie leaves because she needs to go do her own thing, and... Uh, well, this is... I'm lost, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I could go into more about that whole thing, but it's a, it's a lot of, like, Ellie being like, we've only been told that the people here are basically sheep, and we shouldn't show any, like... They they don't they don't have the capacity to like be good. How people. far are you in the story? Do you Only think? like four hours out of out of like maybe sixty. It's a long game. Um, I have a question. Yeah, and I'm only asking this because if I don't ask it now, I'll, I'll forget. Yeah. What happens if you plug Sonic and Knuckles into <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles? Uh, nothing. Okay. You just play one. Okay. Thank you also, you Wait, also. What if it unlocks something? Well, you can pl- start smoking. It's supposed to be for Sonic 3, but you can also plug in Sonic 1, one and 2. One, I don't know if 2. That's what it said in Disney Adventures. Okay, well then it allows you to play as just Knuckles, but one of them I think one of them doesn't like work. But I could be wrong. Sorry. I think you can also plug it's in okay. Vector Man and you can play as Vec- you can play <laughs> Knuckles in Vector Man. Also, you can play uh you Knuckles can play and Echo. Echo. <laughs> yeah, Echo and just <laughs> flop around. Uh, I but, mean, are you enjoying the story? Is it easy to follow? No, yeah, it's it's easy to follow. But the best part is, I've just gone into this sand place that kind of looks like a desert. Yeah, desert, <laughs> desert place <laughs> that kind of looks like uh, where Luke Skywalker. Lived. Yeah, Luke Skywalker lived. It's Dagobah. You Dagobah? mean no? It's in the Dagobah system, and that's that's where. Yoda's. Dagobah is where Yoda's Yoda from. Yoda is in the Dagobah system. He's from uh, Tatooine. Yeah. Tatooine. Uh, two, there's two sons and no women. It looks kind of like that. Um, and I'm trying to repair my gear, which, I mean, is my giant robot. And they Hell say, yeah. And they're like, no, we don't have those parts here. And then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Go out, <laughs> see these other like military gears fly over, follow them. There's another like huge satellite looking thing that's following them and then i come upon this this fight and i jump into my gear again to basically save the day from because ellie's getting attacked and then this dude comes out of nowhere and is like hey i know you but you like like basically basically his his name's graph and he apparently instigated the fight in the village to to awaken phase uh like memories of being a pilot to like harness his power and basically the dude is just like yeah straight up says we're gonna kill god he's like i awoke your powers i awoke your powers so we can kill god and I was just like, holy shit. Is this that is verbatim what he says? Yes, he says, kill God. That's fucking sick. Hell I don't care yeah. who it you was, are. And he Hell looks yeah, dude. looks badass in a big black iron robot. Um, Fuck yeah, iron giant. And that's where I am right now. It's Sounds just like after a really that battle. turbulent time. 
Yeah. He summons this like sandworm to attack you. And then you have to and I beat that battle and then we were, I after that my gear got fucked up and then we were captured by pirates. And now I'm in a holding cell. And that's where I stopped playing. I'm that's quite a cliffhanger to leave us on. Can you go ahead and boot it up now and see yes. what happens? Um <laughs> more important than that, uh I got to the the time skip in Fire Emblem. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm taking twice as long as most people to play the game because I'm. Well, like, you're kind of playing like I eat things at once. I know. No, no, no. I mean like hours because I'm min maxing my shit and I'm like going through each time I can do something and like making sure I get like the precise best build. So I think this should have. It should have taken me like 20 hours to get to the time skip, which is about the half of the size of the game, like the other half of the game. And now I'm at like 40 mm-hmm. hours. Okay. Um, but okay. shit hits the fan and uh i suggest if anyone wants a good ass story they should play this game because obviously there's three houses but i picked the black eagles and the black eagles specifically have a branching path which i won't get into spoilers oh please don't but they have a specific path that kind of changes up the entire game uh and I chose a, the path that I don't think a lot of people would. Path of the Righteous. Uh, and I, it's so hard to talk about without spoiling it, but the game has gotten like, I'm like super invested at this point. Because before it was like, oh yeah, I'm fucking going to tea time with my kids and like playing and like fishing and, and like teaching. And, and now you're burying them. And, and now it's like, war has happened and i've gotten to the first battle where i've like killed someone from the other house and it's crazy because i'm like fighting people that i was like oh i might want to recruit them but then didn't have enough time and i was like ah whatever and now i'm like killing them reaping what you've sown and it's like it kind of intense and on top of all that i'm just playing a branching path that is really crazy that i didn't expect at all like i expected a plot twist or a turn in the in the actual story but to be a part of the plot twist and the way i am was not i wasn't expecting that to be an option in this game at all oh well think again idiot yeah maybe i can maybe I'll, yeah i don't want to talk you sound about passionate maybe you should make a standalone youtube video about I, th- it. I thought about it Woo! but or you could you could honestly <laughs> drop a bonus video con bonus episode just for yourself talking about it if you if you so wanted well i mean if you wanted yeah uh i thought about that but i also thought about i want to do a uh dewey's drop that's what they'll call it i want to get uh sasha on to do a bonus episode where we can rank because she's the only person i know that is also playing the game to rank uh most dateable that'd be cool after time skip because uh some people get some good glow ups and some people don't some people are some get glow ups some are show ups some people some people grow up and you're like wow you like grew into yourself as a person and then some people are like you just got fucked up during war and, you and make look me ugly now throw, throw up yeah grow up and throw up uh i'll split another game but i can uh i'll probably wait to do that next week yes okay <laughs> do you want to take a break then real quick yeah let's, get to news? let's just take a break, take a break. Hi there, I'm Dr. Chungo, host of the Pizza Talk podcast, the internet's only punk rock pizza podcast. Pizza Talk has been described as irreverent, grotesque, humorous, and beloved. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Pizza Talk. 
And we're back. It's time for the news. News. You like that? <laughs> That's no, uh, I didn't like that. You want me to do it again? No, we're going to get cease and desisted. Uh, we I didn't talk about it. So. We didn't talk about it, but Apple Arcade came out, and normally I think phone games and all that crap is bad, but Apple Arcade looks like it is promising if you are into phone gaming or have ever thought about to thought about getting into phone oh, gaming. I've thought about phone gaming. Um, ha- boy, have I! It looks like the first month is free, and then it's four ninety nine per month. They said that within, I think, the next few weeks or so, or within this first month, they are going to have at least 100 games ready and available. And you pay that $5 up, and then you can play it on your phone, your computer, Apple TV, iPad, and all that stuff. They're, like, working in all this stuff for, like, integration for that. And it seems like it's a honest effort yeah and it seems like what everything i've heard is people being like this is actually really good they have sonic racing on there they have a game called sayonara uh, wild hearts that has been getting a lot of good reviews i would say that apple generally tries not to half-ass things mm-hmm. you know if they're going to do something stupid they go balls in it's balls in. and it looks like you they have they have like choo-choo rocket universe thank god which is a game for the dreamcast that was really good and that's like a new game for them. They have a new Frogger game, Apple, Lego game. Apple Store Simulator. Uh, a lot of... That'll be $4,000. They have like... Obviously, people who have made phone games before in the past, like f- developers. I've played some very nice phone games before. I don't do it really much anymore, but there was a time and place when I usually... When I like just... I had my iPhone 4 and iPhone 5. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of really fun phone games. I think I'm going to try this out eventually, just because a month for free to try it out is not bad at all. Might as well. It's free. Yeah. Just uh, set a reminder to cancel it. And I haven't, get you. I haven't heard any negative things, because it's like... I heard it sucks. <laughs> From him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your receipts. Uh, it's right here, man. Okay. Coleman just... I got you again. Give me the fun or... Uh Moving yeah, on. Yeah, you should try it. I mean, a one month free trial, you got nothing to lose. That's true for my sanity medal of honor you know something about this right fuck you, yeah you like medal of honor uh above and beyond is a game that is coming out for vr oh, you re- had me <laughs> for re- a second they're revitalizing or they're revitalizing yeah vitalizing the brand uh, i've always been a fan of medal of honor from a distance mm-hmm. sometimes what they did pretty good sometimes not so good uh, the four, like the first like war games I played were Medal of Honor games, so they kind of have a soft spot in my heart. But I'm not really that. Oh shit! I'm not really that into like serious VR gaming because it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And not that I'm lazy, but in space, it gets me fucking nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played. I think I talked about it on the episode when most recent episode not the most recent episode but the episode after it happened but i finally played like a game in the oculus where you pilot yeah and i was like yeah it was great and then i looked left and i immediately got like very ill to my stomach (laughs) so i'm always apprehensive about trying new vr stuff but understandably yeah understandable have a good <laughs> understandable get the fuck out of here uh okay so this is a re- oh, really weird story that i only read a little bit about it because i didn't have enough time before we got started here but 
There's basically you heard a French of Nickelodeon. A, a French court is ruling that Steam games must be able to be resold. Okay. Okay. So this is weird because these are digital pennies. digital only games. Yeah. So this presents a very weird thing where it would be the first time that you could resell digital things. What, are you just transferring a key or something? I guess so. I'm sure they figure it out. It's just very... They'll figure it out for sure. Like, congratulations. Be happy with the 10 cents you're getting for your game. But the thing is, is will this be a thing where... I where mean, I the person with selling that. it, The person selling it is Decides deciding. Because the then it would just be like... Oh, I have a game. I'm just going to sell it. I bought it for full price. I'm going to sell it back for full price. Well, you can maybe sell your... Is it person Ooh, to person or person yeah, to Yeah, because wait, a digital person game person. is not going to be damaged. You're not exactly. Gonna... So every game is new. Yeah, but I mean, if there's a thousand people selling a used game for $49.99, no one's going to be buying it for full price when they can just buy it for full price anyway. Yeah. So I'm saying like... Yeah, you can sell your your digital game, but like you're not gonna get what you paid for it. Mm-hmm. They also talk about how in this whole thing that you sh- they should be able to you should be able to sell your games and then take that money from your Steam wallet, which you're get like the money would go into and then be able to take it out. Which a lot of people have made a lot of money just buying and selling stuff on Steam in terms of like items and stuff you like that. You can't get your yeah. money out. And but can't get your money out, but they always find a loop around. I, I am sure somehow. Um, they buy something and then someone gives them real money for it or yeah, something. Which I assume is how it works. I've never really gotten into it. Yeah, we know you're secretly on that fucking Steam black market, <laughs> no. dude. Selling um, CS Go skins. Another thing to think about is the fact that people have Steam libraries of thousands of games. At this point, almost everyone I know that has a Steam account has like a bunch of games that even they don't like play anymore. So think about going through the people people's list who have thousands of games like, oh, I don't play any of these and just selling back half of their library of games that they just downloaded and didn't like or didn't, don't play anymore. What about like Humble Bundles where you get a bunch Ex- of free shit? Exactly. Like how is that going to be? It's just a whole thing where like... It's a can of worms. And this would be one thing, but the French is part of the EU, so the EU is going to probably adopt it and then then we as you know the u.s might adopt the same thing like if steam like has any sort of i bet i bet it's just a very u.s is not going to adopt it steam is not going to let that happen in the u.s if they can help it there's also there's also a thing that's like hey you either have to do this or pay a like fee every month or like every year to like not let them be able to resell it which I think they'll probably just do because they'll probably not. That will probably be better and keep like, things easier. Yeah, and less they will. They'll actually still be making money. They'll lose less money that way than like letting people resell their own shit. Whatever. Uh, PlayStation Now has its price lowered mm-hmm. from what to what? From uh, nineteen ninety nine per month to nine ninety nine per month. Ha- that's actually not bad. And a quarterly plan will set you back twenty four ninety nine rather than forty four ninety nine. Twelve months will be fifty nine ninety nine rather than ninety nine ninety nine. I had it for like <sighs> three months by mistake and it wasn't bad. I remember that. Yeah, I do too. Something to look into because I think you can stream more than just PlayStation four games. On you there. can stream old games too. Yeah. Which is pretty sick. Which is cool if you have like a good connection, but or, I prefer to download them. I, th- but. I think they actually let you download mm-hmm. 
uh, PS3 and like older games, and you stream PS, you stream the other game, you stream PS4 games, but all the other ones you just download. Okay. Which is. I remember I played. Cool. I was playing Oblivion, in stream mode, and I was like, "Wow, this game looks like shit now." Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching playing it the first time and being blown away how good it looked. Uh, also. A Fallout Legacy collection. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, this I'm of actually Fallout. About, wait, I'm, like every I know, fucking I'm, week. I'm into this. What? It, no, me too. Tell be, me more. Me too, because uh, for the past like month, I've been like, I think I'm gonna buy Fallout Three just for PS4. Is there a new Vegas release? You release? It's pro. Well, in there. Like, fucking. I mean, so it was made by a city. Amazon. Obsidian, so. Amazon Germany released, uh, as we know, all the Amazon UK, Amazon Canada. They're always leaking shit. Amazon Germany posted basically a Fallout Legacy collection, which includes Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3, Game of the Year, Fallout New Vegas Ultimate, uh, Fallout 4, Game of the Year, and uh, all of those for what looks to be around $44 converted. 44 German dollars? That's a great deal. I know. It's a crazy good deal. 44 German dollars? No, it's for, it's a uh, converted thirty nine euros. I want to play those games again, but I don't want to play them in an inferior. If resolution. I can do it on a Switch, then I want to play them all. That's the thing is they they have on the listing that it's for PC, but in the fine print it says something about having it for consoles or something like that. It doesn't. It says for PC, but it has a specific yeah. area for console okay. stuff. So the PC one doesn't interest me because I already. I've already bought most of those games yeah, for same. like three dollars a piece. Yeah, in I just Steam want to play New Vegas. I just want to play New Vegas. New Vegas, New Vegas again. Me too. I get I get an email almost like every other week that's like, "Hey, one of the games on your Steam wishes on sale." It's like Fallout for one dollar. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> Free. I'll wait till it goes down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if I could play one or two or New Vegas on a Switch, that would be. It would be very. Vegas on a Switch would make me wet. I think the next time, if this doesn't come out, the next time I'll buy a Fallout game is if I go out and buy the like nuke that they put out with all the games on PC, just because I want the nuke. Don't be careful; it might have poison. Probably. Uh, In a bit of sad news, Alpha Dream declares a bankruptcy. This is the. This is the one I sent you. The game developer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you did send it. Uh, actually, as soon as you sent me that, I like started looking it up because I'd never heard of them, and I also had never played the Mario. They they're famous for playing the Mario and Luigi, or playing, creating the Mario and Luigi games for DS or 3DS. Um, I'm trying. Try. They haven't. <laughs> Just want to say I'm trying. Yeah, that's dude. good. That's good. Uh, I looked at the other games they had made, and there wasn't many other than like a Hamtaro game. Oh, I like Hamtaro. Uh, which, it, but this whole thing is really weird because you hear about companies like EA buying studios and then killing them after a while, but this is a studio that is basically only making have have made games for Nintendo, so it's just a huge bummer. Fucking Christ, dude! I can't get it. Just I'm just doing one headphone. Um. It's a huge bummer that Nintendo wasn't able to step in and either buy them out or like help them Maybe at all. Maybe they'll get them now that they've actually gone under and pick up the scraps for cheaper. Because it's, it's weird because there's studios like Monolith who did Xenoblade Chronicles and all those other games. But they also... Monolith was asked and did a lot of the open world stuff for Zelda. 
Breath of the Wild because Nintendo was like, we've never done an open world game. And then they were like, hey, Monolith, can you help us do it? So like all the stuff in Breath of the Wild, the open, like, it's all done by the dudes who did Xenoblade because they were like called in. Well, in most bankruptcy things, like things like this, they'll wait until they may not want to buy the whole company. Yeah. Because it's got tons of debt and assets that they may not want. So rather than save the whole company, they wait for it to go under and then they can buy the IPs and stuff for much less True. money. And that's, but that's the thing is too, because the IP is Mario and Luigi. I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they don't, you know, they don't want it. Like I said, there could, they could have yeah. a ton of debt. Yeah. It's just weird. Who knows? I don't know. Let's it's find weird. out. Let's go to Japan. Uh, that's going to be it for the news. Do we I, want to do some voicemails? Short. It's short. short an hour 20. Let's do this. One. Hour 20. That's nothing, dude. Hello, my name's Terry, and I just can't get enough I think that person's name was Terrence, and I can't hear a word they're saying, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Call back, Terrence. Yeah, call back. Oh, good morning. This is Randall. Um, since you guys hate the ESRB and censorship, I was wondering if you had any favorite AO-rated games. And I can think of a couple, but uh, I'd rather say them off air. So if you could give me a call back or uh, just talk about that, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> I the only one we remember when we got that PS2 and we played Leisure Suit Larry. Yes, wasn't that adult only? Um, I it's I think it may have been Magna Cum Magnum Laude. Cum Laude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. It says here it is. I think the it box might is have, right there if you yeah, want to look at it. It is, and I'm looking at the box art, box art here, and it's me, uh, it's medium. <laughs> it's rated M. Above Manhunt. <laughs> it's rated M. For is it's not I there's no there was a Playboy game I remember that was adults only I never played it. There was a man game that never mind. <laughs> oh the man the man game game. The man game the uh, man show game? Here's a little man gaming game. gaming uh, trivia for you. There's a game called The Man Game, and I think I can't remember which version it is. I think it might have been all of them, but I know for sure it was definitely the Xbox version. There is a underage girl in that video that they didn't know about. She lied about her age and then they had to recall the copies. So it's like rare and collectible because collectible of that. Collectible in quotes. I don't know if it's rare and collectible because they took the copies off the shelf so they were harder to get or because there's... People are perverts? Yeah. But there I mean, you go. People are, people are perverts. People be perverts. I don't uh, think I've ever played an adult-only game. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. And they don't really make them like that anymore. They don't... They don't not make the, them like they used the, like, to. Like, <laughs> they, don't, they don't make them because they can't sell, sell them. them. Yeah. Uh, there is a game that I really like that's adult only. And I only like it because of the trailer. Tax Filer 2. Nothing can stop my hatred. Is it hatred? Yeah. Oh, oh. God. Was it on Steam? Probably. I don't know. Joker of the game. You don't have to get a game rated to be on Steam, do you? Yes. No. It just has to pass their, like, guidelines. Which. I never played Hatred. I'm familiar with it. Not interested. Yeah, it sucks. It's just you just play Kill people. a fucking edgelord who shoots people and they're defenseless. <laughs> That's the entire game. Joker movie uh, experience. Yeah. We got some more voicemails, but we're going to save them. But before we head out, 
we have the winner of the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Amiibo. It was me. Thanks, guys. It's not you. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> it is. I don't know what was <laughs> that second part. Uh, Ashish uh, bracket MP bracket. Ashish. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Ashish. Well, congratulations, Ashish. Ashish. If that's her name, we're going to be... We'll be de- I'm pretty sure this person follows us on Instagram and Twitter. Well, congratulations to them. We will be messaging you to get find out where you live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get your uh, Link's Awakening Amiibo. That's not all you're going to get. Anyway. We've had your shots. Shots, 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 shots. This person says there's 16 in their bio, so that would be. Oh, good. boy. Uh, shout outs to you. Shout outs to everyone else who played along at home. Maybe we'll do another uh, Amiibo giveaway. Because a lot of people like those, apparently. We, we got a lot of followers from that. Okay. Cut that, Bob. But also, I don't think a lot of. I can't, I can't tell if people followed us. And then listen to the show because of the Amiibo thing, or people started following up, or listening to us because of the Toxic Schlock episode. Our numbers went up, and I don't know if it was because it was that Toxic Schlock or it was because of the Amiibo thing, but I think it's well, regardless. Either way, we shout are, out to we Toxic Schlock. to all our listeners and followers and winners, and we will see you in the next week. Um, let's, yeah. fl- let's fly. You suck our cocks. <laughs>